0: When you start a new position in a technical company as a marketer, it can be a daunting task to bring yourself up to speed with all the solutions the company offers, who they target, what their differentiators are, let alone just master the mechanics of your job. So today I'm bringing on a marketer who's been there several times and identified eight key steps in ramping up quickly when working with a new technical client or technical company. Let's do this.
1: Welcome to Content Marketing Engineered, your source for building trust and generating demand with technical content. Here is your host, Wendy Covey.
0: Hi, and welcome to Content Marketing Engineered. On each episode, I'll break down an industry trend, challenge, or best practice in reaching technical audiences. You'll meet colleagues, friends, and clients of mine who will stop by to share their stories. And I hope that you leave each episode feeling inspired and ready to take action. Before we jump in, I'd like to give a brief shout out to my agency, True Marketing. True is a full service agency located in beautiful Austin, Texas, serving highly technical companies. For more information, visit truemarketing.com. And now on with our podcast. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Content Marketing Engineered. I'm joined today by Alicia Keen. She's an inbound marketing specialist with our own True Marketing. Welcome to the show, Alicia. Hi, good to be here. I am thrilled to have you here. Uh, I think you're the perfect person to come on and discuss our topic today because you've worked both on the client side with a manufacturing company, and now you're working on the agency side where you're working with several engineering companies. So you have a lot to offer to this subject today. Um, but before we jump in, I think it would be great if you could just walk me through your career progression as a marketer. Okay.
1: Um, so I started off as a journalism person in college, actually did investigative journalism. Um, and then when I was leaving college, I was like, you know what, I actually kind of want to go to grad school, um, to be a better investigative journalist. Somewhere along that line, um, working on an MBA, I realized, wait, I actually <laughs> really like marketing, um, say similar benefits and same, uh, At the bottom line, like what I liked about journalism, I got that same thing with marketing and that's research, learning about topics, talking about it, condensing information into um, something for other people to read and understand. Um, And so when I left college or graduate school, I went to an electronic component company um, where I spent three and a half years doing all kinds of hats, um, you kind of name it. And I, I did that. So, and then now I'm at true balancing, um, all different kinds of companies. (laughs) So yeah. Well,
0: as part of your onboarding to true and of course with your previous company, you really had to figure out how to master that technical learning curve when you first start engaging with a company. And you've had to do this many times. And I know, because since I know you, you're very analytical. And so it was no surprise to me when I heard that you had identified eight key steps to just help accelerate this
1: onboarding process. Um, So let's just launch in. What's number one? Um, Number one is find someone who is experienced with giving like the corporate pitch and having them walk you through like the corporate deck and really explain the bottom line basics what is a com- what is the company what do they do what industry are you in and really set that solid foundation that you can kind of build everything else off of i mean if you don't understand the company and the industry and you don't have that basic thing you're gonna be scrambling a little bit. So, and then take that pitch deck and pin it somewhere or save it on your your home screen wherever is most like natural. Bookmark it, um, so you can frequently like go back to it later and remind yourself what are we trying to do here at this company.
0: I, I love this suggestion for a few reasons. Sometimes companies have very outdated information on their website, sadly, and that might be why they're hiring you as that marketer to begin with. But that pitch deck is usually kept pretty darn up to date if they're you know, targeting customers with it or investors. And then you can have a dynamic conversation and ask questions as part of this and really build trust with either that executive or salesperson, whoever is presenting it. So I think there's a lot of good to be had here. So I love that that's number
1: one. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of, I realized myself is the times that I have had someone do that for me. It just, it's like, it set me that much, like more ahead of things than I would have otherwise. So cool. That was one. <laughs> okay. All right. What's next? Um, once you kind of have that like overview of like the big company, well, now it's time to learn your marketing, um, go through whatever available, like marketing assets you have, like your buyer personas, your, um, marketing plan. If there is one, um, content calendar, if there is one, um, if there's a key terms list that, you know, this is what we call things. are there acronyms that you need to know about? Are there products you know about? Um, really kind of ingratiate yourself with how is marketing meeting the goals set in that pitch deck that you just went through? How is marketing attacking the their plan to meet the business goals? I like that. Uh, so making that
0: connection between the business and the marketing goals and is it tied together or is it disjointed? You know, you might uncover some <laughs> gaps there, huh? Yep. Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> I've definitely seen that before. I mean, hopefully not, but yeah. Hopefully not. But yeah. <laughs> all right. Then what's number three? Number three is then okay. Now that you have that big overview, what is the company try to do? You have that kind of overview, what does marketing try to do? Um go through and now see what marketing has done. Like what have they done in the past? Like audit your content. Uh, audit what is there to see like is there content for the that'll help you grasp that like eat like lower level or that you know the information about what is this product what does it do you know um find that that product pillar page see what it says um are there faqs that have you know the questions that you're wondering about this product there that you can like review um down to even you know white paper or a data sheet if you're brave enough and feel capable enough, um, to go and do what that, you know, about a particular project or product, um, kind of do that analysis of what content is out there, um, what it can teach you about the items that you're seeing in the, um, in the business overview and in the marketing overview and, um, see what's, you know, missing or what could help you fill in those gaps. Okay. All right. Then what? Then what? Um, so then this is where I kind of diverge of those three you have to do in that order. Um, the next steps I kind of identified four and five is research. Um, you've done a lot of, at this point, internal research about the company, about the products, about the uh, marketing. Um, now kind of ex- look outward to customers. Um, I wondered when customers was coming into (laughs) the next here. Yeah. Um, And um, industries, you know, what, look at uh, those kind of um, platforms to see what are customers wanting? What are they searching for? What are they, um, you know, what are they asking? What what have surveys, they said in surveys that they like to hear and and know about Um, what your competitors doing Um, kind of, Feel, get a get feeling for what the, in, the industry is saying that you may not already have um, from the training you've already done from your internal research.
0: Yeah. And really understanding the key applications that the customers are accomplishing with your solution, I think is a big one because it's yeah. one thing to say, oh, we, we do automotive or automotive test, but to understand well, what does that mean? Like, what exactly is it? Oh, it's dynamometer test, or it's testing this piece of the car, or, you know, just getting really deep in those applications and, you know, you don't really need to know technically how the solution is delivered, right? But just what pain point is solved? What is accomplished um, that the customer can do?
1: Exactly. And, you know, um, a key, like terms that have come up in, in your internal researching, you know, you may not have heard of it before. So Google it. Like, Don't be afraid to Google and see whats what it is. What is it? You know? What? Um, there are
0: terms? There are acronyms in this? Yeah technical companies I can't believe you said that
1: Alicia surely not uh, yeah <laughs> oh so my in,
0: goodness like every day
1: be your best friend essentially <laughs> absolutely um, so yeah
0: yeah I love uh, you mentioned if the company has a guide to those technical terms and I love when companies do that uh, I think that just is another way to help people on board quickly
1: so yeah That's great. What about
0: actually talking to customers? Um, I know that's something that marketers don't always have the opportunity to do, but it sure seems like
1: a golden opportunity. Yeah. I mean, if you have that opportunity, awesome. Um, send out surveys, you know, like given the company, there's different ways to approach it. Um, maybe you shadow a, a colleague in sales. I've done that before. It's actually one of my later steps in the process. Um, or, you know, You have email marketing, send out a survey through there. Um, Maybe get the sales team to help you put something together. Um, Yeah, see what what research has already been done. What um, have people already surveyed the audience in the past and what they said. Um,
0: Right, because voice of
1: customer may
0: have been done, uh, particularly if you're joining a larger organization and then for smaller, really like some of your suggestions there and always partnering with sales right from the beginning.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, some of the best things you can do is write it in the front. Um, partner sales get their in, their intake into what you know, what they see, what they know, and yeah, get their advice on things. So, so it sounds like I jumped ahead on your list. I'm sorry. <laughs> what
0: what else is on there?
1: Hey, the second one was kind of going deeper into research of keyword research, um, delving into like you know Google Search Console, um, Moz you know, all, all all the different SEO platforms, um, tool platforms and seeing what, how are people wording things, you know, like your company might have terms that they use, but they don't, that may not be exactly what the customer uses or says, Mm -hmm. um, or you might, you know, be, you know, missing out on, on, concepts that, you know, you were, you're still learning like a and C, but maybe there's a B piece that, like if you find, you see that point, you're like, oh, that helps explain that A plus B equals C. So um, I have filled in a lot of gaps just by going into like keyword research and finding connected terms, um, and then kind of doing like a content gap analysis of, you know, what do we not have information about that um, I need to learn to better do my job.
0: And that's an incredible way to add value with a company that hasn't touched that in a while, which is pretty common to sort of set it and forget it when it comes to content strategy related SEO and keywords. So I think this is just a a massive way to come in and and already just say, here's this great
1: insight that I'm providing. That's very actionable. Exactly. You're, you're, you're taking all this learning you're doing and just contextualizing it. And finding those gaps, and then you can provide recommendations immediately of here's where we, the target products we're trying to say, and these are the target message we're trying to do. Um, we're not really meeting this message or this message uh, or this product. We don't have the, the content across the spectrum, across the buyer's journey to meet what we're trying to do here. Here you go. Or maybe you'll find, I don't, a topic or, you know, a topic cluster or a keyword that you're like we really should be hitting upon this because everyone else in our industry is, and that's a big gap for us. So, okay. all yeah. right, good one. What else you got? Um, at this point, it's kind of going into what some of the areas you should be doing along the way, not necessarily an a like a step one to step two, but sure. really throughout all of it is meet with your SMEs. Um, especially the earlier you can get in with them, um to, you know, sit down with them for an hour, say, you know, someone who's, um, knowledgeable on a specific topic or product or, um, service and have them explain the basics to you. Um, when I first started at my old company, I remember meeting with all the engineers, you know, my first I don't know, 60 days, I would say, and once a week just have like a lesson with them they would teach, like, sit down with one of the engineers that was knowledgeable on a key product and then walk me through the basics, um, which would help then as I was developing content going forward, okay, these concepts are starting to come together. Um, and then over time, I was able to be, like, self-fulfilling um, on my content. Didn't have to go to them every single time to help me create something or source something and be like, okay, now this. I'll create this piece, have them review it, see if it's accurate. Yes, it is. So it's good to go. And um, so, yeah, really sitting down with those SMEs. And if you don't have one, like people already set in place, find them um, and help your company get a, get a set SME strategy put together. Because I having um, dedicated subject matter expert times, like devoted to helping marketing is kind of a critical piece to marketing for technical companies.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, and I would add, just don't be afraid to ask questions that seem stupid, because oftentimes they're not. And oftentimes it uncovers, you know, maybe a a gap in how things are communicated, uh, you know, So I I remember, you know, back in the day when I was at National Instruments, having product managers present to us on, you know, their product family, and maybe it was a launch coming up, or, or it was just general education. And we were all like, maybe not following something or didn't understand the acronyms, and There'd always be one or two brave people in the room, raising their hands, asking the questions that we we're all thinking. And without that you know, extra bit of knowledge, we would have had a gap in our understanding of things. So um, if you have someone who's patient and willing to sit down with you, I think that
1: that's uh, great advice. Yeah. And I actually love that you said that because in my experience, they're act- like subject matter experts, product managers, uh, FAEs um, engineers are very, very willing to, you know, give you that information and to them, there, there probably aren't any dumb questions. Cause they know that you're new at this, you know, like they're, they want you to learn, they want to help you. Um, and they want to help you be self-sufficient, you know, because they're all pressed for time. So the more they can enable you like the better for them in the long run. So, um, I've always found them to be very, um, willing and, um, you know, helpful as, as long as you're willing to pin the work and, you know, care yeah. about it as well. Great. Yeah. Okay. What have <laughs> we missed? I haven't <laughs> been counting. Um, so at this point, it's that uh, the final step is really just be a sponge. Um, you know, kind of like, like I was saying, set up meetings, uh, sit in on meetings, um, especially with this is where the um, the uh, shadow your colleagues comes into place shadow sales, shadow engineering, um, shadow, like people doing a service so that you can see, you know, how do they talk with customers? How do, um, what do customers ask? What are they, what are they caring about? Um, and really sit in on those and just kind of be a fly on the wall and hear things, um, can be super helpful to kind of get an idea of how the business operates and what, you know, what are people caring about? Um, which leads into the, the last one of the, like the true be as fun to sit down on meetings, um, learn, rinse, repeat, keep going, you know, don't just stop here. Um, keep learning, keep researching, keep willing to, um, immerse yourself, um, I absolutely love that and think that's so
0: important to watch just how how are people interacting? How are decisions made? You know, is this a a collaborative organization or is it more top-down decision-making process? and just the tone of voice and there's so many things you can learn by shadowing and i think that sometimes when we start something new we're so eager to impress and and you know make our mark but by absorbing first you're going to be more likely to be more accurate and spot on with your the work that you're doing your recommendations and um i think you've done such a great job of that when you first came into true marketing of absorbing and being that sponge, but also seeing gaps of knowledge that you could immediately fill. And so you just did a great job of adding immediate value while learning uh, on the job. And so I see all of this in practice
1: and <laughs> in your ramp up time at true. So yeah. that's great. Yeah. And, um, and especially with the uh, processes, uh, you know, by, by shadowing your team members, like, what are the, that tribal knowledge that you really can't get from an SOP? Um, if you have distributors, if you have sales reps, if you, um, have cross departmental processes that, um, can be a little bit complex and maybe aren't all well aligned, you can really get an understanding for the, for how that all interconnects and what pieces, um, you should be involved in and how that can inform your next steps and what you do. So
0: if I'm a manager and I'm listening to this and I'm about to onboard a new inbound marketing specialist, say, uh, or a content writer or any other, you know, marketing person, I'm, I'm doing a net ad to my team. Uh, what are some pieces of advice that you have for them based on your own experience
1: that you've shared today? That's a good point. Um, set them up for success um, by really giving them a good, clear onboarding process, um tell them where they can find key assets um you know write down here's where this this um corporate overview deck is um tell them who who they can meet with and who they can set up meetings with to get things going and initiate things um if there's key content pieces that you should they should be listening to or watching or reading lay those out um like i had a boss who um you know, would write down these are our products. And we had um, sales trainings that we recorded and kept for the sales team. Well, those new product launch videos and everything are actually very good for teaching a new marketing person as well. You know, watch this video to hear the basics of what we're teaching our our sales team. Um, and really provide kind of those key assets and help enable that if make sure that the, they have the buy-in that they need from the other departments. Um, especially when it comes to like meeting with SMEs, um, it really helps if there's already that buy-in in place so that the, the SMEs who are probably are pressed for time and have a lot going on, um, have them, you know, already know they, they can spend time doing this and like can help you um, and yeah, and, and enabling that process. So be supportive. <laughs>
0: yeah. And I know very early on, you had mentioned reviewing the marketing plan as I think it was step two, maybe, or three. It was very early in the process. And I think as part of that, really talking about not only goals, but how are we measured as an organization? What are our KPIs? And, you know, some are short-term campaign related, but just the overarching essence of how is success defined for marketing? And, you know, it can be so different because I was just uh, recording another podcast where impressions and awareness were the greatest thing. And so many other organizations, it's qualified leads and influence sales. And there's a very different uh, ways to measure success in marketing. And so just knowing what you're, you know, expected to be contributing to is really important as well. That
1: is. Um, the expectation is definitely key there. Of knowing what you're getting yourself into and knowing that you can provide that value. Um, and also to make sure that you're, the expe- expectations being set art makes sense even like sometimes they don't always align so mm-hmm. you have to make sure that it, it is feasible and then you know that you can meet that yeah so. ask questions Post ask polls. questions <laughs> yes. ask questions do research um never say that enough so um which is for me why I got into marketing in the first place <laughs> so,
0: but, um, you are, you're, you're a lifelong learner and an analytical person and, but you have this creative side. So a perfect blend for a marketing professional and, um, really appreciate you sharing your perspective with us today. Where can people connect with you and learn more on this subject?
1: Let's see. Um, I'm on LinkedIn so they can definitely connect with me there. Um, the blog post that I posted is online now. So everyone go to the true blog post website to find it. Um, Yeah, those are kind of two very key ways.
0: Okay, well, I will put a link to your blog post in our show notes. And the blog post is called Mastering the Technical Learning Curve in B2B Marketing. So you guys could Google that as well and find it. So uh, thank you for your time today, Alicia. Thank you for having me. Thanks for joining me today on Content Marketing Engineered. For show notes, including links to resources, visit trumarketing.com slash podcast. While there, you can subscribe to our blog and our newsletter and order a copy of my book, Content Marketing Engineer. Also, I would love your reviews on this podcast. So please, when you get a chance, subscribe and leave me your review on your favorite podcast subscription platform. Thanks and have a great day.